0: Welcome to the Empowered Puppy Podcast. This is one of the biggest mistakes we make when our puppy has something in their mouth that we shouldn't. This is so simple, yet so impactful. What do we normally do when a puppy has something in their mouth that they shouldn't? We chase them and take it from them, right? Because sometimes it can harm them. So we go, oh my gosh, and everybody in the family, the puppy has a sock because we know a sock ingested can kill a puppy. We have this intensity. We have this energy. We chase and grab the sock. What we've just told the puppy, however, is that sock is very, very valuable. So it makes the puppy want the sock more. And then it knows people will chase me, and it's so valuable that they take it from me that maybe I should swallow it so that I can't have it or growl and protect it. Now, some puppies are just more bossy and assertive and they will have no problem letting you know. Oh, since you told me this sock is so valuable, I'm going to guard and gulp it. Some puppies never will. Some Well, it depends on their personality and temperament, just like with people. Some people are more assertive and will stand their ground. Others will not. So you need to understand that about a puppy. If we continue to put them in that position, some puppies will stand their ground. What you should do, the most important thing you should do when a puppy has something in their mouth that it should not, is be the giver and not the taker now you're framing and wiring their brain to this very important concept nothing is valuable. that sock is not valuable the the human children's toy is not valuable that shoes not valuable that slippers not valuable that toilet paper is not valuable that piece of pizza you just stole not valuable that's really hard right but you're telling the puppy that you are a giver. You'll always give them something better. You are not a taker. And that is so important when building this foundation based on trust and respect with your new puppy. So when they have something that they shouldn't have, you're going to calmly, we're not gonna panic, even though you may feel like you're panicked inside. I understand the feeling. I've had a dog die from ingesting a sock. I have been there. I feel the panic, but I control it. I go to the fridge, I keep hot dogs in my fridge, lunch meat, leftover steak, whatever I can find that's good, high value treat, and I'll put it in front of my puppy's nose and I'll let them decide that they want that food more than what they have in their mouth. Now they'll drop the item. I'm not gonna rush in and grab it and take it. I'm going to put my foot on it and I'm going to call the puppy back to the fridge with me like, oh, you want more of that? Let's go. Come on. They're going to follow you. You'll give them another piece for following you, for giving you eye contact, for sitting nicely and respectfully. You'll give them another treat. Then you'll quietly go back and pick up the item they shouldn't have. Do you see this huge impact this has instead of chasing them and grabbing things out of their mouth? We send our puppies home, our clients, teaching them the treat game, and that's exactly what it does. You start to implement, you'll randomly say at different times, treat, you'll walk to the fridge, you'll give them very, very small, something high value. You're just reinforcing this really fun game that every time you say treat, they're going to get something better than they, that they normally do not get, okay? So then in the future, if you drop a bottle of pills or chocolate or a piece of gum or they have a shoe or a slipper or whatever they're not supposed to have, all you have to do is say treat and run to the fridge and make it a game and give them a tiny piece of high value reward. Be the giver and not the taker. While some puppies will stand their ground and growl and protect the item that you showed them as valuable, Others will not. And then it, but the problem is it becomes a problem when they start feeling like they have to protect something because you made it so valuable. So you want them to think, "I don't give a crap about the socks, the shoe, the toilet paper. It's of no value to me. There's, so don't place any value on it. You're placing value on items by chasing them for it and taking it from them and having those feelings of, oh my gosh, I gotta grab that so that they don't get hurt, they don't eat it. So rewire that thought. This is building a foundation based on trust and respect. Be the giver and not the taker. More tips and tricks like this in Raising the Empowered Puppy. We've got the handout on how to reinforce the treat game. If your dog is, if if you're like, crap, I've already started doing this. Like they get a sock and they run. You can still rewire this thinking. Start implementing the treat game now just randomly throughout the day, even if they don't have anything. And then slowly keep teaching and guiding them this new rule in your family that I'm the giver, not the taker. I don't hold any value on that hat, that sock, that slipper. And they won't either. It's a beautiful thing. And we can control that. So uh, be the giver, not the taker, teach them the treat game. Lots more things in my book, Raising the Empowered Puppy. It's not just for puppies. If you have an older dog that that is taking things and running and you're like, how am I supposed to get this from them? This could harm them. This could hurt them. Very simple, teach them what we call the treat game. Just say treat, believe me, they'll come running to you (laughs) like no one's business because you have now become the giver and not the taker. Something so simple as this prevents so many issues with guarding and gulping, running and chasing and placing so much value on items that just shouldn't be. So make this switch in your family today to ensure that those items are given no value that you're the giver and not the taker, and that you never place your puppy in a position where they ever feel like they have to guard or protect or gulp anything, because nothing is that valuable in their uh, life other than you. And that's the most important thing we can do for raising an empowered puppy. I'm Jeanette with 40 Kennels. We're only healing hearts and changing lives to the power of a dog, but we're changing breeding from bad to badass. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I can't wait to hear how this is going. All of us need to be givers and not takers with our puppies to truly shape and guide them to be happy, healthy pack members throughout their life that never feel like we've ever put them in a position to guard, gulp, or um, uh, run with items that they shouldn't have. So teach them the treat game. Have fun, everybody. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your dogs. And again, even if it's not a brand new puppy, even if you have a year old dog or a five-year old dog, it's never too late to empower them to be the best they can be. It's never never too late to make those shifts and changes in your relationship to truly have a relationship based on trust and respect. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye.